Hello and welcome along to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Epic Knight. And I'm Andrew Nicholl. And today on the show, we're talking about how confident are New Zealand investors right now about the property market. Now, you might expect a lot of investors to be quite bearish about the market, to be a bit worried. Uh, we just did the previous episode about Airbnbs. Are they going to come on the market and decrease rents? Uh, will unemployment mean that some tenants aren't able to go, aren't able to pay their rent? And what impact will that have on the rental market? Now, because of all that, you you would expect that investors would be quite sheepish about the market, but actually, we're kind of finding a bit of the opposite, aren't we, Andrew? Absolutely. Which is um, a bit strange, but I want to share some data with you to kind of kind of back this up, and then we'll talk about some of the things we're hearing. So, at our recent webinar uh, back last week, we asked people, you know, right now, how are you feeling about the property market? Now, I just want to share this data with you. 25% of the people on that webinar, uh, and there were about 150 people who turned up as well, so it's a decent sample size, 25% said they're feeling bullish. They think that there are some deals to be done and are actively out there ready to find them. A quarter of the people. Now, the thing that struck me there, Andrew, as well, is that uh, I think that in any normal time, you probably wouldn't find a quarter of investors uh, feeling really bullish about the market. Uh, usually, you're going to at least find some people who are very, very conservative. So I thought a quarter of people feeling really confident about the market was a pretty good sign. Now, the next thing is... Well, <laughs> Sorry, sorry, it's hard with the pause there. I thought that you wanted me to jump in there. Sorry, carry on. Oh, I thought you were going to jump in. I was just giving you the opportunity. Let's let's not edit that out. People will like it. Um, I'll just keep rattling on then. Um, About 57% uh, said uh, that they are cautious but positive. So they were saying, look, if the right deal came along, they'd be keen to take it on and seriously consider it. 57%. And then 18%, only 18% said they're feeling cautious, but erring to the negative side. So it would take something amazing for these investors to take action and actually seriously consider it. So 18% feeling cautious. But the main thing was that 0%, not a single person on this webinar, said that they were feeling bearish about the market. So none of them were looking to completely get out of the market. They were just looking, uh, nobody was saying that they're looking to downsize at the moment, which I thought was a really interesting statistic. Now, the other thing I want to mention is uh, I know a little indicator that the Auckland Property Investors Association are measuring at the moment. So every week, they send out a survey, a a small survey to their whole database, and they say, look, on a scale of zero to 10, how confident are you feeling at the moment? And then they average it all up and they send it out. So I was talking to Serena Gibbon, who's the general manager there, and she was saying, look, when we first did this in the first week of lockdown, the average was 7.2. That dropped to 6.8 the next week, and now it's around about 70%. That's how that's how confident people are saying. They're feeling a 7 out of 10. And when Serena said that to me, I thought, that's really good. I said, because you'd nev- your, your base isn't 100. Your base might be 80%. Your base might be 90% in terms of how, people have, how confident people are feeling. And 9 out of 10, I would think that was very confident. And she said, actually, you're kind of right. If we had a, had a base in no, quote-unquote normal times, they would know, well, how does this actually compare? And my sense is that that's a really high level of confidence um, compared to the times that we're seeing. So we're probably seeing people who have thought well about their uh, about their portfolios and who are actually evaluating what opportunities and risks, real risks there are at the moment. Now, Andrew, you're talking to people every day. Just give, give me anecdotally, um, do you see this kind of data that, that we've just rattled on about uh, coming through in some of the conversations you're having anecdotally? 
Yeah, so most of most of my time uh, while, while in isolation has been split between new clients and existing clients, so new clients who are considering investing and existing clients who have got a portfolio and just want some advice around around um, making sure that they weather the storm. Um, and certainly in that first week, people were a little bit nervous that their rent was going to be paid, they're going to be able to make their mortgage payments, and what was their what was their game plan if something went wrong. And so a big part of what I was doing in that period of time was just reassuring assuring people and reminding them that they'd have things like a rental buffer account to cover them. They might have landlord's insurance to cover them for the event of a tenant's not paying their rent. And also that if you're using a professional property manager, they know the process and law to follow if a, a tenant is behind in rent. Um, and because now they've had a lot of conversations with their tenants or prop through their property managers, um, most most people are finding that the tenants are still paying their rent, um, which is a really good sign. People still recognise that that is a responsibility to pay their rent. Uh, and and again, you know, a part of this depends on how long isolation goes on for and how many people lose their job as a result, potentially. Um, but your housing is probably one of the one of the expenses that people take the most seriously. Your gym memberships, your Spotify accounts, your Netflix account, a lot of those things people are willing to cut off or, or change their spending habits because they want to pay their house first and they don't want to be evicted, and so so or, or, or have a, a mortgage mortgage sale if they own that property. And so what we're finding is that the vast majority of people are still supporting the whole the whole uh, industry by paying their rent, and then therefore landlords are able to pay their mortgages. And also, you know, um, because these products like mortgage holidays, which we've done a show about, and, and I should be a last resort, but whilst they're available, if people really are in trouble, there is a mechanism to be able to hold that property and weather that storm, which is great. And so the, the, um, the initial scares that people have had have sort of boiled down quite a bit, um, which is really promising because I spoke to one of my friends actually today and and uh, they have taken my advice and got their properties managed with, with a property manager and they've had no problems. Some friends of theirs who own their own um, properties and manage their own properties are really struggling at the moment because some tenants have said we're not paying our rent and they don't know what the next steps are. And so as a result, their knee-jerk reaction is to sell. Um, so they're, saying, they're already having conversations with when we get out of this, maybe we'll sell that property. And so uh, what I'm going to do now is have a conversation to them and try and figure out some ways that they can retain that property because the key thing is you don't want to sell in desperation um, because that's when you lose money and you lose any future growth. And so if you can do something to make sure that you can hold on to that property, then normally you can weather the storm and the property always corrects itself in value over time. Um, and, and I think... Um, the biggest thing, and I know I've quoted it before, Warren Buffett, be greedy when people are fearful and fearful when people are greedy. When we come out of this, there are going to be a lot of people who are weary to invest those uneducated investors. Those are the people that will sit on the sideline while the others take charge and get some of the opportunities. And um, I was reading one of Tony Alexander's articles today about where he thought the opportunities might be. Um, and so again, we uh, as a company are looking for those opportunities for clients to ensure that um, you're getting the best possible deal when you come out of isolation to be able to you know, make some money in a quick period of time.
And look, I've just got two points before we read it. Um, first of all, it's a beautiful thing, Andrew, when uh, when economic theory becomes reality. And what I mean by that is, is an economist would always predict that people are going to spend on necessities as opposed to luxuries. So of course people are going to spend on and, and find the money for their rent and mortgage payments because housing is an absolute necessity, whereas some of those other things you mentioned uh, would be considered non-essential or more on the luxury side. So of course if people have take a hit to income or a down at 80% or whatever it happens to be and that's really unfortunate of course they're going to spend on the necessities as opposed to luxuries and that kind of makes sense so we, we can kind of predict that and then at the margin of course there are people who really uh, aren't able to, to pay their rent so and then the other thing that I just want to mention in terms of uh, that article that you mentioned by, by Tony Alexander which was a great article and I uh, I read that when you tagged me into it on Facebook as well um, the one little tip that I want to give people listening at home or, or while are renovating or out for a run wherever you are is to when you see an article from staff or the herald at the moment uh please click into the article and actually read it uh, because what I, what i mean by that the, the, the reason yeah not the headline because when i read tony's article it was very sensical it was very level-headed uh he he's a great guy um and i and i just think i've got such a crush on him i've, I've told that on the show i've admitted it so <laughs> many times because i was about to <laughs> i just think that i think he's the best i, I love tony alexander um but the journalist clearly wrote the headline or changed the headline because it was something along the lines of um, here are the areas uh, where you're going to get the best deal or something along the lines of that. And that wasn't really what the article was about. It was it was a bit of a salacious headline while the, while the actual body of the article was some really good content. So please do read past the headlines, uh, especially when you're, you're hearing things from, uh, fr- from an economist. Uh, it was actually the same as I, I was tagged in something that the Reserve bank governor had written and it was quite a positive story but actually the headline that the journalist had written was quite different from the content of the article and so you can't necessarily just use the headline as a, as a summary of what the article says but that's my little tip for you but anyway let's wrap it up there of course don't forget to rate review and subscribe to the podcast it really does help us get the message out to more people and hey if you want to learn more about property investment why not check out our instagram i'm going to drop a link into the show notes because every couple of days we post a new carousel we try and educate you about the property market and look as you're scrolling through looking at cats and photos of your old high school friends you can learn something a little about the property market so we are at opas underscore partners you can check us out there thanks for listening to the property academy podcast i am your host ed mcknight And we're going to be back again tomorrow with even more daily strategies, tactics and insights to help you get the most out of the New Zealand property market. Until next time.